0: Log Talk Radio.
1: A rush, had it bad, no doubt, she don't know who to trust, every man she ever loved, only wanna cross, oh, no. charge that, Ooh. but it's all crazy,
0: hey baby, shots getting popped, the cops shut down the party, jeans like You speak and keep the H-E-A-V.
1: You Um And Layalat Tawab, which means good night or good evening in the ancient Paleo-Hebrew. I'm your host, your brother, your friend, as always and welcome to another episode of Bible Talk. This episode is titled FYI. This is episode seven. Uh, a little sum I've been doing for uh, these past couple of weeks. Pick up a, a teaching day, man, for a blog talk radio, which we've been doing for uh, over 10 years now, man. Shouts out to my brother, man, for so hooking up the broadcast and for so making all possible, man. He's been a pillar in this truth for, I believe, over 30 years now, man, doing the damn thing. So big ups to Mashabo! Shout out to him. Uh, I want to send a shout out to our affiliated schools, the brothers here in San Antonio, under a war, uh, the brothers now in H-Town, Quatazap, man, our caught uh, part of your class. I got to go back and finish it. But uh, the class he put together, man, nice class, very informative. I believe it was titled um, Sabotage, the Sabotage of Sugar or something like that. It's on YouTube, y'all. Uh, and it's Stream of uh, Knowledge. Uh, no, Stream of Wisdom uh, Houston. That's the channel. S-O-W Houston, man. Check that out, very informed he goes into um, the hidden sugars that are in foods that affect uh, our whole body, man, and causes ruckus all throughout the uh, 11 systems of the body that's the most high-created, man. The body is a truly, truly a masterpiece, man, a work of art. That's why they're still studying it and still can't find things out. As a matter of fact, I was watching YouTube and had this system on there. And she says that, and I forgot, I should have wrote it down, man. But there is a new system of the body. So they're saying there's 12 systems of the body now, y'all. But the system she named, I forgot what it was. She did a, um, what they call it, a TED Talk on it, man. Anyway, man, back to my point, man. The Most High is brilliant. The Most High is, I can't even put a word on the Most High's Magnificence, man, and him just creating the human body, a self-healing organism that can withstand great things, man. And I'm saying this because uh, I also was listening to NPR, man, and they had a couple survivors on there from Hiroshima and Nagasaki. They had this one man on there. He was in both bombings, y'all. So this man was in, I believe he was in Hiroshima because he worked at, um, oh, man, where did he work at? Ugh. <sighs> man, this, this uh, agent thing is real. He worked at a prominent company in Japan. I forget the name of it. They're still around, though. He worked there. He was at the plant. The bomb went off. He was covered with his ash, and he, uh, he managed to survive, and he walked to his hometown of the other city. I forget which one it is. I know I probably have them mixed up. But he got there. He was with his family, and he went to work at the same company they had another location in the other city and he was explaining to them what happened to him and while he was explaining and they were in disbelief the second bomb went off the second bomb went off and they said that this man lived all the way in his 90s even though he had extreme um, health defects from the radiation uh, internal uh, damage to his art. He had all of this going on, and um, I'm talking about the body because this dude lived all the way to be ninety some years old, and his two. They had he had two children with his wife, with his wife, and none of the children had any type of uh, long term birth defects, <laughs> and I was just. This story, it threw me back. Now, I'm not saying that uh, none of those survivors of Hiroshima and Nagasaki had birth defects or uh, were gone to uh, spawn children and have birth defects. But this particular story, man, I was like, wow, man, look at the body. Look at the, the, the way the Most High created the body. Like I said, they're still scratching their heads trying to figure out how this organism works, man, how it works. And that's just talking about the body. We are talking about the things of nature that the most high created uh but anyway man shout out to uh Quartizak, man nice class y'all get the opportunity please check it out the brother is dropping some very informative beneficial information uh, i want to send shout out also to um kazakia man up in va chosen creations man the stuff he's putting together is bad man i got to get one too i'm i'm needing him to make me a belt belt buckle Uh, But, yeah, Kazaki, shout-out to him, man, and the crew up there. Shout-out to the Brothers of with all the energy and the zeal of the Most High Brothers of at in Rochester, man. Shout-out to our brothers and sisters in Canada, California, Albuquerque, and shout-out to Kyle down in Guatemala. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it, y'all. On Thursdays, I do it a little bit different y'all don't do uh news carrying events i just jump straight into the topic and uh before we get into the topic let's get matthew chapter 6 and verse 9. after this manner therefore pray ye our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So this is the prayer we need to be set up on a daily, brothers and sisters, so we can get the hell on about this demonic, letter people, um, fornicating, disgusting Despicable, um, loathed place, man. Let me get the hell on. All right, let's get Psalm chapter one, eighteen, and verse twenty-four. Will you be joining us, ma'am? Yes, we've got Hasidai in the building this evening with us, y'all. I had to roll the uh, broadcast back to this evening, y'all. Instead of in the morning, I usually do it in the morning. Um, but you know, the show must go on, must continue. Where we at? Psalm one, eighteen,
0: twenty-four. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it.
1: So good or bad, happy or sad. Most I brought you to it, it'll bring you through it. And you'll come out better on the other side because of it, man. Please believe me. I want to send shouts out too, man, to my cousin, man, in and, and the STL. What they calling it now, the STL? Wow. <laughs> In the loom, and my cousin Devin, man. Shouts out to you, cuz. Uh, so last week, y'all, we were in Ephesians, and we covered Ephesians, the second chapter, chapter 2. I started at verse 11 and went through quite a bit, uh, breaking verse, uh, breaking this whole chapter down. So we're going to pick back up in Ephesians chapter 2, y'all. And I believe we left off last week in verse 16. I'm not going to... Matter of fact, let me get there first, y'all. We're going to do some jumping. I'm going to do a small recap to give us the gist of what this chapter's talking about because the show is definitely entitled History of the Gentiles, Part 5, Circumcision. And if you haven't got the opportunity, please go back, y'all, to uh, the first part of this class, is History of the Gentiles, Part 1, and... And and in that particular class, in in this sequence, I'm walking us up from the Old Testament all the way to the New Testament. The Old Testament scriptures start off with the Gentiles, um, who they were, what they did, uh, what they thought, what they think of us. And just going into the different deities and their paganism that they were into and still into, by the way, just going into all of that information and then... um, Throughout that those uh, parts of, of the class, I go into how the most high feels about the Gentiles. And we find out, and you can go back and do your research, go back and listen to those classes, that the most high, he's never liked the Gentiles. He said they were insignificant. So leading us all the way uh, up to the New Testament, and I've been through the captivity that the Israelites have been through. Go back, y'all. Go back and watch this series or listen to this series from part one. But leads us all the way up to the New Testament, so now I'm dealing with the topic of circumcision. Circumcision only applied to the Israelites through the lineage of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You can go back to Genesis, the 17th chapter, and read, and that's where it all begins. But like it tells you in the chapter, it's a token of the covenant that the Most High made between his people, the Israelites, and himself. Not the actual covenant, but a token of it. And what I've been doing since last week is going through how important circumcision is or was to our people and how you had Israelites that were uncircumcised, living in Roman provinces, or I'm sorry, Roman (laughs) provinces, Roman provinces, I'm laughing. This is an inside joke with me and uh, my wife. She's a word nerd, and she, she corrected me a couple times on some words. <laughs> but we're just walking through the scriptures, dealing with circumcision, and finding out how important it was, how we had Israelites that were not circumcised. And this is who Paul was dealing with in the New Testament, not just Paul, the other apostles as well. All right, so we're going to pick up in Ephesians chapter 2, and let's read verse 11. Then we're going to jump. Ephesians 2
0: and 11. Wherefore, remember that ye, being in time past, Gentiles.
1: (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did Paul say?
0: Wherefore, remember that ye, being in time past, Gentiles.
1: Being what?
0: Gentiles.
1: Okay, let's do this right, man. So the whole book of Ephesians is actually an epistle. An epistle is a letter, okay? So in all Paul's epistles or all Paul's letters, and we're going to jump over to Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 1, he would always tell you who wrote the letter, And then he would always tell you who the letter was addressed to. All of his epistles say the same thing. Now, let's read verse 1.
0: Ephesians.
1: 1 and verse 1.
0: 1 and 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God.
1: So he tells you who he is. He tells you his position. And he tells you whose will he's down for. Read.
0: To the saints which are at Ephesus.
1: Who did he write this to?
0: to the saints which are at Ephesus.
1: So the letter is addressed to the saints that are at Ephesus. But then you have a big question mark, who are the saints? Let's get Psalm chapter 148, and we're going to read verse 14. Let's find out who the saints are according to the Bible. We use the Bible to break down the Bible. You got it? Mm-hmm. Read.
0: He also exalted the horn of his people.
1: That He is talking about the Most High. His people, we're about to find out who they are, read.
0: The praise of all his saints.
1: The most High's people is the saints. But who are the saints, read.
0: Even of the children of Israel.
1: The children of Israel, according to the Bible, are the saints. Not according to the football team down in New Orleans. Not according to uh, what you heard in church, the Holy Rollers. Not according to them, but what the Bible says, who the saints are. The saints or the children of Israel. Read.
0: A people near unto him. Praise ye the Lord.
1: So the Israelites, the saints, are the people that are near and dear to the Most High. Praise ye the Lord. Now let's go back to Ephesians. And we're going to read Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 1 again. Now, also keeping this in mind, y'all, the reason it's titled Ephesians is because you had Israelites that lived in this Roman province called Ephesus. All right. Therefore, they were calling themselves Ephesians. Like I went over this last week, you had uh, brothers doing the Greek captivity, uh, and under under Antiochus Epiphanes, they were calling that were calling themselves Antiochians after Anti Antiochus Epiphanes, the same Antiochus who the city Antioch is named after. So, read this verse one.
0: Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus.
1: So Paul wrote this letter to the saints who were the Israelites that were at a city in Ephesus, y'all. Hope y'all see this. Now, this whole letter, I don't know how many chapters, let me see how many chapters Ephesians has. So we look at it as chapters but it's one letter. It has six chapters. So Every chapter we're going to read is addressed to the saints that was at Ephesus. All right, we got to remember that. We read it in context. Now let's jump over to chapter two. We're going to read verse eleven again.
0: For wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles.
1: Now who is he talking to? The saints who are the Israelites that were at Ephesus. He says that remember, wherefore remember that ye being in times past gentiles. So he's calling these he's calling these Israelites that was that was at Ephesus Gentiles. He said, remember that ye in times past were Gentiles. Read it again.
0: Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh.
1: So he's saying that they used to be Gentiles <laughs> in the flesh. Now we already went over that the Gentiles were heavy into idolatry. Alright? Matter of fact, let's get this too. First Corinthians chapter ten and verse twenty. First Corinthians ten and twenty. Read that.
0: Mm-hmm. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils, to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils.
1: This is Paul letting us know that the Gentiles were into idolatry. That's what he's talking about, sacrificing to devils, meaning to other gods, to other deities. So these Gentiles, these other nations, they sacrificed things to devils. They were pagans. They were deep into idolatry. And this is what our Hebrew Israelite brothers and sisters were into in these Roman providence, or Roman provinces. Roman provinces, this is what they was into, y'all. So it's the same thing in Ephesus. All right, read uh, verse 11 again. We're going to uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 11.
0: Wherefore, remember that ye, being in time past, Gentiles in the flesh.
1: So he's telling them they were Gentiles, so they were pagans. But then he goes so far as to say they were in the flesh. What does he mean by in the flesh? Read
0: who are called uncircumcision.
1: This is what he's talking about. They were uncircumcised. This is why they were called Gentiles, because the Israelites were one of, I think it was about, it were several nations that were circumcised. Israelites was the main nation that was circumcised. Like I said, go back Genesis chapter, Genesis, the 17th chapter. And I say one of the main nations because When you read in Genesis, the 17th chapter, you find out that uh, Ishmael was the son of Abraham. And this is where the Arabs come from. You trace their lineage all the way back to Ishmael. Ishmael was circumcised also. So I want us to to understand this is why the Muslims, this is why they, they believe in circumcision, because their forefather, Ishmael, was circumcised. But it tells you in Genesis, the 17th chapter, the covenant or the contract was not made with the Ishmaelites. It was made with Abraham's son Isaac. All right, I want us to understand this. But but what's so important about this verse is that these Israelites were called Gentiles because they were not circumcised. Read this again.
0: Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hand.
1: So you had these Israelites that were uncircumcised, and they were called uncircumcised by the circumcision. The circumcision is those Israelites who were circumcised. They were calling those uncircumcised Israelites uncircumcised, and they were calling them Gentiles. So what would qualify you as being a Gentile? You were an Israelite. That was uncircumcised. That's why they call you a gentile, because the other nations were not circumcised. Only the Israelites, as well as the Ishmaelites, and Abraham's sons, he had with they were circumcised. All right. So, uh, matter of fact, matter, yeah, he read, he read verse twelve.
0: That at that time ye were without Christ.
1: So he's telling these Israelites that during the time you was rolling like a gentile. You you was without Christ. You was into idolatry. You was uncircumcised. You didn't have Christ. Read.
0: Being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel.
1: You were cut off from your people. And who are your people? The Israelites. This is what Paul is telling them. It says you were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. Read.
0: And strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world.
1: No doubt. Now, let's jump. Um, Verse 16. Matter of fact, uh, no, just keep reading.
0: But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off. Were what? Far off.
1: Meaning what? They were not in the sheepfold. They were not counted as Israelites. They weren't even trying to be around Israelites. Because remember, before we even get to the New Testament, y'all better go and read the Apocryphal about the Maccabees, how Antiochus Epiphanes forced converted Israelites to heathenism, to paganism. And then you had a lot of brothers and sisters that volunteered to be pagans, volunteered to be Gentiles. It says they were, uh, read that part again,
0: far off. That's where
1: I was? Yep. Okay. Were far
0: off are made nigh by the blood of Christ.
1: It says now you're made near by the blood of Christ. Read.
0: For he is our peace, who hath made both one and have broken down the middle wall of partition between us.
1: And I went over this last week. When it says May 1, he's talking about the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Israel. And he's also talking about the Jews or the Israelites that believed the Christ and the Jews that didn't or the Israelites that didn't. Read.
0: Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, Or to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace.
1: And this is what I talk about. uh, It says in himself of twain. Twain means two. So you have the northern kingdom, the southern kingdom, two two kingdoms that Christ is making one, bringing them back together. We covered this last week. Y'all can go back to Ezekiel the 37th chapter. it, It explains what Paul is talking about right here. Paul quotes the, the New Testament. I mean, sorry, Paul quotes the Old Testament consistently all throughout the New Testament. Read,
0: and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby.
1: Slain the enmity that we had amongst each other, Northern Kingdom, Southern Kingdom, circumcision, uncircumcised, and the the uh, enmity that the Most High had with us. Read.
0: And came and preached peace to you, which were afar off, and to them that were nigh.
1: So he, he preached this to those that were far off, those that were scattered, Israelites that were scattered through all nations, and the Israelites that was there in Jerusalem during this time. Read.
0: For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Read. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God.
1: Now, a lot of people get caught up right here when it says, now, therefore, ye are no, longer, or no more strangers and foreigners. So let's look at the definition for strangers. Yep, regular dictionary. Look, look up the definition for strangers. Because so remember, y'all, we're reading all of this in context. Who's the letter written to? We can't get away from that. The letter. I'm sorry, y'all. I got kicked off. (laughs) I got kicked off, but it ain't stopping there. All right. So you got the definition of foreigner because we are in second. uh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter two. And we're in verse 19, Mm y'all.
0: Stranger, one who is strange, such as foreigner, a resident alien, one in the house. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Read it again. One who is strange.
1: Uh, okay, go ahead.
0: Such as foreigner.
1: So one who is strange. Meaning you're a stranger. You're unfamiliar. Now, what was Paul talking about them being unfamiliar with? Because remember, in verse 12, he said that they were alienated from the commonwealth of Israel. So they were estranged from Israel. They were strangers. You know, like. We say it, and we use this term loosely today. We say, oh, yeah, he's a strange father or he's a strange mother. He's a strange sister. What does that mean? <laughs> that they kid folks, but they ain't been around each other, so they're strangers to each other. It's like you ever go to a family family reunion and somebody show up that you don't know, <laughs> and you like, I've been coming to this family reunion every year. I've never seen this dude. Who's this dude? Oh, that's your cousin that just got out of jail. <laughs> yeah, he was he was in the pen for 20 years So he's been what to you? Estranged from you Does this mean he's a total, complete stranger That ain't got no dealings with you? They ain't got no dealings with your family? Nah, because he wouldn't be at the family reunion He's family He's just been estranged because he's been gone This is what it's talking about When it talks about strangers What else you got?
0: One in the house of another as a guest, visitor, or intruder, a person or thing that is unknown or with whom one is unacquainted.
1: Oh, I love that definition.
0: Read that one again. A person or thing that is unknown.
1: Unknown. So these Israelites was unknown (laughs) to their people. And
0: what else? Or with whom one is unacquainted.
1: They were not acquainted. With what to Israel, they were not acquainted with what being circumcised. So that's the topic. I hope y'all see this. All right, you got foreigners. and the reason I'm 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 hammering this is because you get a lot of people erroneously um, will use this scripture right here to say. This applies to actual nations, you know, other nations besides the Israelites. And that is not so. It's not so. Don't let the terminate the, the terminology of the New Testament throw y'all off, man, and have y'all in the bind. Don't let there be a stumbling block for you. That's part of the reason I wanted to do this class. Where we at?
0: Foreigner, a person belonging to or owing allegiance to a foreign country.
1: Okay, yes, it does mean that. What else?
0: One not native to a place or
1: community. Read that again.
0: One not native to a place or community.
1: You're not native to the place or to the community. So these Israelites were not native. They didn't have the nativity, their beginning with the Israelites. I hope y'all are seeing this. All right, let's go back to the scriptures. Ephesians chapter 2. In verse
0: 19 again Now therefore Ye are no more strangers And foreigners But fellow citizens With the saints
1: Fellow citizens with the saints And who are the saints once again? The Israelites Who this letter was addressed to Who Paul is speaking to Throughout the whole duration of this letter Read.
0: And of the household of God
1: Read on and, Of the household of God Meaning God's children Because we know that that's who the Israelites are. He tells us in uh, Exodus 4.22, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. Read on.
0: And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone.
1: And it says you are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. What prophets, y'all? Jeremiah. (laughs) <laughs> Ezekiel, Isaiah, Amos, um, Zechariah, Malachi, Micah, Obadiah, those prophets. And who are, they, who are they, the prophets I'm naming, who are they prophets of? Those are the prophets of Israel, y'all. So you see how he's talking to the same people. He was talking to other nations. They'd be like, What the hell are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Foundation of the Proverbs. What process? Read on.
0: In whom all the buildings fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord.
1: The building, the building, once again, Paul was preaching about bringing the southern kingdom back together with the northern kingdom and the unbelievers in Christ with the believers in Christ. Together. Read. Verse 22.
0: In whom ye also are builded together for inhabitation of God through the Spirit.
1: Through the Spirit. Now, a lot of people, uh, they pull this and say, see? It's talking about spiritual Israel. And we read this last week, but we'll do it again. Let's get... Uh, Romans chapter nine. We gotta we gotta kill this spirit myth, myth right here. Uh Romans chapter nine, start at verse one.
0: I say the truth in Christ. It's Paul
1: speaking. The same one who wrote that letter to the Ephesians. or the yeah, the Ephesians of the Ephesus, read. Right?
0: I lie not, Mm -hmm. my conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost, that I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my heart. For I could wish that myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren.
1: My who? My brethren. Brethren, meaning that you have blood lineage to these people that you're calling brother. Read.
0: My kinsmen.
1: Kinfolks. Read. Read.
0: According to the flesh. According to the spirit. The flesh.
1: No, I can be a spiritual Israelite.
0: The flesh.
1: According to the flesh, read.
0: Who are Israelites. Who Paul says people are? Israelites.
1: Israelites. But what's so important about this, read?
0: To whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenant and the giving of the law and the service of God and the
1: promises. Paul, man, he just said a mouthful. He said, to the Israelites pertain to adoption. What adoption? Us being adopted back to the Most High by the way of Christ. It says, and the glory. The glory is talking about the kingdom, kingdom to come and all the glory that we're going to get reigning with Yahweh Shah, who the world knows is Jesus Christ. Then it says, and the covenant, meaning the contract that the Most High made with the Israelites. He says, and the giving of the law, Psalm chapter uh, 118, no, Psalm chapter 147, verse 19 to 20, tells us that the the Most High only gave the covenants to the Israelites. He says, and the service of God and the promises. All the services of the Most High is talking about how we serve the Most High. Then it talks about the promises, the promises that we're going to get the kingdom, the promises that the Israelites will be delivered out of captivity. Out of the many captivities that that we've been in, including the one that's in question right here, we're talking about the Roman captivity. I hope everybody is seeing this. So, no, you cannot be a spiritual Israelite. There's no, let me say it's not no such thing. I ain't going to say it's no such thing, but you can't be a spiritual Israelite. And the reason I say it's no such thing, in order for you to be a a spiritual Israelite, then you have to, in fact, be an Israelite. That's the first thing. You have to be an Israelite. And we know, according to Romans chapter 7, I believe believe it's verse 14, it says that the law is spiritual. So if you are an Israelite and you keep the law, then that would make you what? A spiritual Israelite. (laughs) That's the only way you can be a spiritual Israelite. Come on, man. Anyway, uh, all right, from there. We read all the way to 22 in Ephesians, right? Mm -hmm. So let's go here to the Botanical. Uh, we just read a little bit of this. And I have so much stuff open. Alrighty then. Maybe it's
0: here. Mm-hmm.
1: Give me a second, Joe. I'm sorry. I right, found it. All right, so we're going to read uh, from the Britannica, and it talks about the 10 lost tribes of Israel. And I want you to read to, um, read to history, where it says history. Read that.
0: From Britannica.com, 10 lost tribes of Israel, 10 of the original 12 Hebrew tribes which under the leadership of Joshua took possession of Canaan.
1: So this is all history that we read. And I went over this, y'all. Loreto. We'll
0: the promised land after the death of Moses. They were named Asher, Dan, Ephraim, Gad, Issachar, Manasseh, Nasali, Reuben, Simeon, and Zebulun.
1: So these are the 12 tribes. If you're unfamiliar with the 12 tribes, please, I implore you to go back. And read, these 12 tribes actually came from a man named Jacob whose name was changed to Israel and that same man had 12 sons and his 12 sons made up the nation or makes up the nation of Israel. Read
0: on? All sons or grandsons of Jacob. In 930 B.C. the 10 tribes formed the independent kingdom of Israel.
1: Right. <clears throat> Around 930 uh, B.C. before Christ the 10 tribes they formed an independent kingdom because this is what this was the split of the kingdom. You had the southern kingdom split up and break off from the northern kingdom. Read.
0: In the north, and two other tribes, Judah and Benjamin, set up the kingdom of Judah in the south. Read. Following the conquest of the northern kingdom by the Assyrians, by the, who? by the Assyrians. In what year in seven twenty one b c
1: mhm that that's when uh the king of Assyria and this is under um, what is his name tiglath and his dynasty that the northern kingdom was took into captivity under the Assyrians, like it just tells you in this article around seven twenty one seven twenty two b c you know
0: The ten tribes were gradually assimilated by other people and thus disappeared from history.
1: So it says that the the ten (laughs) tribes were assimilated. They got mixed in with other people. But then it says that they disappeared from history. So that's a complete lie. We're going to prove this. Let's go to uh, Luke chapter 2 and verse 36 to prove that the northern kingdom did not disappear. They were still... Amongst the, the rest of the Israelites They were just scattered Uh, Yep Luke chapter
0: 2
1: and verse
0: 36 And there was one Anna A prophetess The daughter of Samuel Of the tribe of Asher What tribe was she from? Asher
1: Now I said Asher because it's translated from the Greek But this is the tribe of Asher y'all now, the reason this is so important is because we're reading about Jerusalem during the days of Christ, and we're finding out that the Asherites, some of them, was with the, no, the uh, southern kingdom during this time, the southern kingdom being Judah, Benjamin, and some of the Levites. So, no, the northern kingdom did not disappear. <laughs> all right? I want us to see this. The northern kingdom was scattered all over the place as well as the rest of Israel. All right, let's get Romans chapter 11, and we're going to read verse 1 to verse
0: 5. Romans 11, 1. I say then, hath God cast away his people?
1: Paul, once again speaking, he asked a question. As God cast away his people, like the article we just read, the northern kingdom disappeared. They just cast away. and Nobody heard from them ever again in life. You know, it reminds me, too, when I first came into the truth and I brought this information to, to Mama Dukes, the first thing she said to me was, boy, you know, Israelite the people died off. Wow. <laughs> wow. This is what she told me. She said, those people died off. <laughs> I was like, I was I was really taken back by that because I'm like, <laughs> you had these fake imposters known as the Jewish people that they claim that what they said was five million Jews, Mashallah correct me if I'm wrong, five million Jews that was, that was uh, slaughtered during the Holocaust, but they still alive. <laughs> you still know who they are. <laughs> they still exist. You had the Japanese people here. Nagasaki, had those two bombs dropped on them, but they still alive. They still exist. They still kicking and screaming, even though they was a, 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 a big part, portion of them Japanese Americans were held in concentration camps on the bridges in California. But they still alive to this day. We still riding around the Toyotas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it like evaporated. But the Israelites evaporated, poof in the thin air, they just gone. Nobody knows where they at. Come on, man, stop. Th- these are the lies that religion teaches you, man. Everybody has an origin and everybody is still around from that origin. <laughs> oh my goodness. Six yeah, six million Jews supposedly. <laughs>
0: I say then, has God cast away his people?
1: This is Paul speaking. asking the question. Do God cast away his people? Is the Israelites just gone? Poof, in the thin air. Read.
0: God forbid.
1: That means no. Read.
0: For I also am an Israelite. He's like, Hell, no, I'm
1: an Israelite. <laughs> Read.
0: Of the seed of Abraham. Uh-huh. Of the tribe of Benjamin. No
1: doubt. Read on.
0: God has not cast away his people. You
1: hear this? Paul's telling you in the Bible. You believe in the Bible? Do you believe in the words of the Bible? Paul's telling you, no, the Israelites are not cast away. God did not forget about his people. Read. Really? Which he foreknew. He what? Foreknew. The word foreknew means to have prior knowledge of. You know, like the Old Testament. When he brought... Our forefathers out of Egypt. <laughs> Therefore, knowledge when he suffered our mannerisms, like Stephen tells us in the New Testament Acts chapter seven, he suffered our mannerisms for forty years. <laughs> Those people. This is what Paul's talking about. We have history. These same people. By the time you get to the New Testament, now called Gentile people. He didn't cast them away. He had prior knowledge of them. It says which he foreknew. Read on. Verse two.
0: What ye not what the scripture has saith of Elias? How he maketh intercession to God against Israel, saying
1: This is talking about Elijah, he was a prophet, and he was the go between between us and the most high, but it was a part of time he thought that he was the only prophet left alive. Read
0: Lord, they have killed thy prophet, and dig down thine altars and I am left alone, and they seek my life.
1: This is what he thought, really.
0: So what saith the answer of God unto him? I have reserved to myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to the image of Baal. He's like, no, nah, man, I got many prophets.
1: When he says 7,000, that's a complete number. He's like, I got 7,000 ain't, that ain't bowed. Like, people running around talking about the Israelites is dead, don't no. Nope. <laughs> There's a remnant. We're reading about it right here. Read.
0: Even so, then at this present time also, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. There is a what? A remnant according to the election of grace. A lot of Israelites did die,
1: but it's letting us know there's a remnant left. There's a lot of Israelites still alive. Remember the high told us in Hosea that Israel is like the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered or counted. Let's get Isaiah chapter 20. I'm sorry, Isaiah 10, y'all, Isaiah 10. Correct your notes. Isaiah chapter 10, and we want to start at verse 21.
0: Isaiah ten twenty one. The remnant shall return even the remnant
1: of Jacob, unto the mighty God. So was Paul off when he says the remnant? No, he was not. He was on point. But it tells us here that Isaiah Isaiah prophesied this. He said the remnant shall return, even unto Jacob, unto the mighty God. And this is what Paul was doing when he was writing all those epistles. He was trying to get the remnant of Israel to return back to the Most High. All right, uh, keep reading.
0: For though thy people Israel be as the sand of the sea.
1: So it's here too. (laughs) Read on.
0: Yet a remnant of them shall return. The consumption decreed shall overflow with righteousness. For the Lord God of hosts shall make a consumption, even determined in the midst of all the land.
1: The Most High is going to gather all his people, y'all. Isaiah chapter 11, we're going to start at verse 10.
0: Okay And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse
1: A root of Jesse Now Jesse is David's father So it's talking about David's lineage And that root is Yahshua, Christ Read
0: Which shall stand for an ensign of the people
1: He shall stand as a what?
0: An ensign
1: Now let's look at the word ensign
0: please In time, a flag that is flown.
1: So Christ is going to be a flag that's flown for the Israelites. <laughs> what else you got?
0: As the symbol of nationality. Oh, what? As the symbol of nationality.
1: But I thought nationality did not matter when it came to the Bible. I thought Christ died for all nations. This root of death, y'all, once again, is talking about Christ. But he was going to be a flag or a symbol for his nation, not all nations. Read it again.
0: A flag that is flown as the symbol of nationality hmm. and that may also be flown with a distinctive badge added to its design.
1: Oh, my goodness. Now, let's read the scripture again. Isaiah 11 and 10.
0: And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse, which shall stand for an ensign of the people. To it shall the Gentiles seek.
1: Oh, you're going to say, well, wait a minute. There's that word. There's the G word. The Gentiles are going to seek Christ. Let's see if it's talking about Gentiles the way you think it's talking about Gentiles. Read.
0: And his rest shall be glorious. Read on. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people.
1: Who is this remnant? Read.
0: Which shall be left from Assyria.
1: So you have Israelites that are where?
0: In Assyria.
1: There is Israelites to this day are in Assyria. Where else? And from Egypt. You got Israelites where? In, in Egypt. Egypt. And from Pathros. And I believe this is northern Egypt. Read.
0: And from Kush.
1: Ethiopia. Read on.
0: And from Elam.
1: East India. This is where it's talking about. I know uh, IUIC right now is doing a campaign where they, they all over the place. They all over the world. And they're using this scripture to spearhead their campaign. The, this is nothing new, man. We know about this. You don't think Paul knew about this? Read on.
0: And from Shinar. Shinar is Iraq. Read. And from Hamas. Syria. And from the islands of the sea.
1: From the islands of the sea. Me, all the islands, South Pacific, all the islands you can think of. Who's scattered there? Israelites. Also known as what? Gentiles. Read on.
0: And he shall set up an ensign for the nations.
1: That, that that flag, that banner, which is Christ, for the nations. Why for the nations? Because Israel is scattered through all the nations. Running around calling ourselves Gentiles. Read. Now listen to this part. Read.
0: And shall assemble the outcasts of Israel. The who? The outcasts. Of Israel
1: Paul called them aliens (laughs) Remember He called them strangers He called them foreigners That's an outcast They grew up as Gentiles What what makes them outcasts They weren't circumcised They were outcasts They were practicing idolatry Outcasts But it tells us the most high Is going to gather and assemble All the outcasts of Israel read
0: and gather together the dispersed of Judah.
1: The dispersed of who? Judah. Read.
0: From the four corners of the earth.
1: Oh my goodness. So let's get this. I ain't have plans of doing it, but let's do it anyway. Let's get the diaspora. Or as I know how to from from say the diaspora. <laughs> <laughs> Read that. <then. laughs> Dias-
0: diaspora. That which is sown.
1: Also known as the, the, the spore, y'all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the name applied to the Jews living outside of Palestine.
1: To the Jews or the Israelites that were not living in Palestine. We were living where? We just read it. In these other
0: nations. Isaiah 11 11, y'all. Read. And maintaining their religious faith among the Gentiles.
1: But they were still practicing. Some of us were still practicing amongst who?
0: The Gentiles. Read. God had warned the Jews through Moses that dispersion among other nations would be their lot if they departed from the Mosaic law.
1: But you would have to read the Old Testament to understand this. So by the time you make it to the New Testament, you could put it all in context. But religion gives you half a Bible. Psalms, Proverbs, uh, Ecclesiastes, and the New Testament. That's all they give you. Like I say, would you go through a movie halfway through it? That's what you do when you pick up half the Bible. You got to get the whole thing in context. Read you know. Deuteronomy 4,
0: 28, 64 through 68. These prophecies were largely fulfilled in the two captivities by Assyria and Babylonia. But there were other captivities which helped scatter the Israelites. By the time of Christ, the diaspora must have been several times the population of Palestine.
1: So by the time you get to Christ during the Roman captivity, you had Israelites scattered everywhere. And we were numerously scattered everywhere. Read.
0: Paul invariably contacted people, the people in every city he visited.
1: So why was Paul doing all this traveling? Who was he going to see? Who was he going to get? Mm -hmm. the Israelites that were part of the diaspora. I hope you all understand this. And we got this from the Compact Zonovan Bible Dictionary. What page is that?
0: For this edition, it's page
1: 133. 133, y'all. All right. uh, Now let's get get Romans now. Romans chapter 1. We're going to start with verse 1.
0: Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ Called to be an apostle Separated unto the gospel of God
1: Now once again, this is one of Paul's epistles He lets you know who he is And he lets you know who he's writing the letter to So in verse 1 he tells us who he is His occupation, what he believes in
0: Which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, mm-hmm. which was made of the seed of David.
1: Of the seed of who? David. So, ain't no immaculate conception. Ain't no angel popped on the scene and impregnated Mary. It says he was made by the seed. That's semen is by y'all, actual semen, yes. The Bible talks like this. This is lineage. Anyway, Rito.
0: According to the flesh.
1: According to the spirit?
0: The flesh and declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. Read on. By whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name.
1: Among what?
0: All nations. For his name. All
1: nations. Why do you say all nations? Because Israel was scattered where? Through all, all nations. We just got in the uh, Zonovan Compact Bible Dictionary that Paul would visit these people in every city, these people, these Israelites of the diaspora. And he would write them letters like this one. Read.
0: Among whom are ye also the called of Jesus Christ. To all that be in Rome, beloved of God. Called to be saints.
1: Called to be who? Saints. Who are the saints once again, y'all? We're not going to go there. Go back, uh, refer to your notes, Psalms 148, verse 14. The saints are the Israelites. He wrote this letter to the saints. I hope everybody's seeing this.
0: To you. And peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ.
1: And look at the terminology he's using. Our Father, brethren. Come on, man. All right, let's go to Romans chapter 2 now. We're going to start at verse 25.
0: For circumcision verily profiteth, if thou keep the law.
1: This is Paul speaking again, once again, to those Israelites that were in Rome. Rome, He's letting them know, for circumcision verily profiteth. So he's saying it's beneficial, but he says what?
0: If thou keep the law.
1: If you keep the law, not just the law of circumcision. The whole law, read.
0: But if thou be a breaker of the law.
1: But if you circumcise and you breaking commandments, you eating pork, you um, going going uh, on Sunday to worship the Most High, which is not the Sabbath, then you're breaking the law. You sleeping with another man's woman, you're breaking the law. Read.
0: Thy circumcision is made uncircumcision.
1: And you might as well be as if you were not circumcised. This is what Paul is telling these brothers in Rome. Read.
0: Therefore, if the uncircumcision keeps the righteousness of the law.
1: So if you have Israelites that are uncircumcised, but they keep the righteousness of the law, they keep the law, they ain't committing adultery, they not being sodomites, they not eating pork, they keep the law, read.
0: Shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision?
1: So even though he's not circumcised in his flesh, Shouldn't it be counted for circumcision, even though he's keeping the law? This is what Paul is saying. Read.
0: And shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, if it fulfills the law. So
1: he says, and shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, because naturally men are uncircumcised. But he says, if it fulfills the law. But if you get an Israelite that didn't get circumcised, but he's keeping the law. Read.
0: Judge thee who by the letter and circumcision does transgress the law. He can judge you by the law because he's keeping the law even
1: though he's not circumcised. But you're circumcised, you're breaking the law. So this is why he can judge you by the law. <laughs> Listen to what Paul is dropping, y'all. Read.
0: For he is not a Jew. Which is one outwardly.
1: Meaning you circumcised. That's supposed to make you a Jew or an Israelite just because you circumcised? Read.
0: Neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh.
1: That don't make you an Israelite. Read.
0: But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly. One where? Inwardly.
1: In your spirit. Because what's in your spirit? God's law. You are a spiritual Israelite if you're keeping God's law. Romans 7.14, read.
0: And circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men but of God.
1: Because what was going on is you had Israelites that were boasting about being circumcised, and they were condemning those Israelites who grew up as Gentiles that weren't circumcised. This is why Paul had to check them right here. This whole chapter. Go back and read it, y'all. I just wanted to pull that part out. Now, let's go to um, Acts chapter 15 now. And we're going to start at verse 1. Acts 15 and 1.
0: And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren, and said, except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved.
1: Now listen to the terminology. And certain men which came down from, from uh, Judea taught the brethren. These are Israelites. And he said, and said, except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved. Now, some people might say, well, it ain't talking about no Israelites. We're going to find out it is, and I want to get this also. Just to refresh our memory, because we read this already. I'm going to read it again, man. Now watch this. Tell me where you're reading from.
0: From academic.oup.com. Mm-hmm. Hebrew Bible. Chapter 2 builds upon the conclusions of Chapter 1 arguing that no passage in the Hebrew Bible suggests that non-Israelites can become Israelites through circumcision.
1: Did y'all hear this? Read it again, Hansel,
0: but slow down. Mm-hmm. Chapter 2 builds upon the conclusion of chapter 1, arguing that no passage in no,
1: the No passage. There is no scripture in the Bible that what?
0: In the Hebrew Bible suggests that non-Israelites can become Israelites through circumcision.
1: So if you're another nation, if you're actual Gentile Gentile, even if you got circumcised, you couldn't be an Israelite. So that means that the promises that God made to the Israelites, going back to Romans chapter 9, what Paul said, that wouldn't apply to you. That does not apply to you. I hope everybody's seeing this. Now let's go back to Acts chapter 15 and read verse 1 again.
0: And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, Except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved.
1: So you had Israelites tell the other Israelites they had to be circumcised because that was the law going all the way back to the time of Moses. Now listen to this, read.
0: When therefore Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and disputation with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of them should go up to Jerusalem unto the apostles and elders about this question.
1: They argued over this. This is a dispute. It's putting it real politically correct. They had a damn argument. They say, oh, man, why don't you go back to Jerusalem, and then you open this line of discussion up to the elders. Jerusalem during this time is like our headquarters. But you see how that was, circumcision was a big deal. And we, we came here stemming from Romans chapter 2, because what was Paul telling them in Romans chapter 2? That circumcision was not really that big of a deal. Now, if you're going to keep breaking the law, but you had these Israelites here, Trying to force these other Israelites Who wasn't circumcised to be circumcised So this is a big issue Read on
0: Verse 3 And being brought on their way by the church They passed through Phoenicia and Samaria Declaring the conversion Of the Gentiles And they caused great joy Unto all the brethren
1: So Paul and them told their story And it says to the church We're going to cover that in a second Read
0: And when they were come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church.
1: The church received them, read.
0: And of the apostles and elders, and they declared all things that God had done with them.
1: Now, it says that they came to the church. And then verse 3 talks about the Gentiles. Remember, it's talking about Israelites that were not circumcised, that grew up in other nations and then grew up as Israelites but we're going to deal with who this church is. Hold this, matter of fact, yeah, hold this, and let's get Acts chapter 7, verse 36. Acts 7, 36. So, and the reason I'm hammering it on this, because religion teaches us all this stuff. It's about the church. It's all about the church. It ain't got nothing to do with nationality. You can just be, you can be a part of God's touch. Read this.
0: Act 736 He brought them out after that he showed wonders and signs in the land of Egypt and in the Red Sea and in the wilderness 40 years. Now this
1: is Stephen before he got stoned. He's given is these Israelites a brief rundown of our history. Read
0: verse 37. This is that Moses which said unto the children of Israel, a prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren, like unto me, him shall ye hear.
1: Now, Moses said this way back in the book of Deuteronomy. Read.
0: This is he that was in the church. Now, he was speaking about Christ, and he said, what did he say about Christ in verse 38? This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angels.
1: That was in the what?
0: Wilderness.
1: That was in the wood in the wilderness? That was in the church In the wilderness But I thought church was a New Testament thing though, y'all I thought it, you know, it don't matter If you're Israelite or not As long as you go to God's church His church is for everybody But what the hell is Stephen talking about right here? The church that was in the wilderness Huh? Let's hold this and let's go, matter of fact, yeah, let's get the definition of church, mm-hmm. regular dictionary. That was only one church that was in the wilderness, y'all. Remember the children of Israel walked around, walked around in the wilderness for 40 years? Mm-hmm. That's the church Stephan is referring to. But let's go precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little, and let, let's use a regular dictionary source. To edify this Where we at
0: The third definition of church A body or organization Of religious believers
1: (laughs) A body or organization Of religious believers What else you got It should say uh, A congregation
0: That is a synonym Congregation
1: Congregation is a synonym for the word church I hope we are seeing and understanding this. Do
0: you want congregation?
1: Congregation. What does it say for congregation?
0: An assembly of persons.
1: An assembly of persons, or gathering of people. Gathering. The only people that have ever gathered under the Most High has been who? The Israelites. You don't believe me? Let's go to Exodus chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12. We're going to read verse 1. I'm sorry, verse 3. Now, remember, all this from the word church, the root word of church, and one of the synonyms for the word church is congregation. The word congregation means a gathering of people. Now, watch this. Read.
0: Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel.
1: To all the who?
0: Congregation of Israel.
1: This is the most high telling Moses to speak unto all the congregation of Israel or all of the church of Israel. Church is not a new concept, y'all. So the church that's talked about in Acts chapter fifteen, so much the church of the Israelites, y'all. So let's go back to now, y'all. Uh Acts chapter fifteen and we were in verse sixteen.
0: Acts fifteen, sixteen. After this I will return and will build again the tabernacle oh, of... Wait,
1: wait. Where are you at? He said 16. Yeah. I'm, sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 15, verse 5. Read verse 4 again. 15, 4.
0: Yep.
1: Okay,
0: Acts fifteen four. And when they were come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church and of the apostles and elders and they declared all things that God had done with them.
1: Mm-hmm. So this church, once again, is the congregation of the Israelites. They're, we're the church. That's the church of are right?
0: But there rose up certain of the sect of the Pharisees, which believed.
1: Now, the Pharisees were, were the sect of Israelites during the time of Christ. Some of them believed in Christ. Some of them didn't. But here we find out that some of them did. And they was with the other apostles and what was their issue read
0: saying that it was needful to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses
1: they were going back and forth about these gentiles Israelites that Paul and Barnabas was teaching saying that they got circumcised them read
0: and the apostles and elders came together for to consider of this matter.
1: So they came to go to discuss that they had a council. Read.
0: And when there had been much disputing, Peter rose up and said unto them, Men and brethren, ye know how that a good while ago God made choice among us that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe.
1: What Peter's talking about is Acts chapter 10 when he met Cornelius, who also was an Israelite. I went over this last week. This is what he's talking about. Read on.
0: And God, which knoweth the heart, bear them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost, even as he did unto us.
1: So he's letting them know that the Most High gave these Gentiles, these Israelites who look like Gentiles, the spirit of him also, like he did us. Read.
0: And put no difference between us and them.
1: No doubt. Read.
0: Purifying their hearts by faith. Read. Now, therefore, why tempt ye God to put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples, which neither of our fathers nor we were able to bear?
1: And what Peter's saying right here is, why are y'all trying to put a yoke? Why are you making it hard for these Israelites who just found out they're Israelites, they believe in Christ, why are you making it so hard on them by telling them that they got to keep the law? Why are you t- making it there? He says that we, we, we were not able to keep. He's talking about the law, not just the law of circumcision, but the law in general. We don't find out, Reed.
0: But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved even as they...
1: He's bringing up the Most High's grace. Yeah, man, they're not circumcised. Yeah, they ain't been keeping the law, but they believe. But they're going to have a grace, period, to get themselves right, to start keeping the law. It's going to tell you, read.
0: Then all the multitude kept silent and gave audience to Barnabas and Paul, declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles by them.
1: Israelites who grew up as Gentiles, read.
0: And after they had held their peace, James answered, saying, Men and brethren, hearken unto me. Simeon hath declared how God at the first did visit the Gentiles.
1: He's talking about Paul. That was his surname, read.
0: To take out of them a people for his name.
1: To take out of them a people for his name, because remember, Israel was scattered throughout Gentile nations. This is what it's talking about. Read.
0: And to this agree the words of the prophets as it is written. After this I will return and will build again the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down, and I will build again the ruins thereof, and I will set it up. That's the residue? Now,
1: now, what the hell is he talking about right here? Like I told y'all, the Old Testament is quoted quite often in the New Testament. Hold this. Let's get Amos chapter 9. Let's start at verse 8. You need to check that. All right, y'all. So we're going to Amos chapter 9, and we're going to start at, uh, let's start at verse 8. Behold, the eyes of the Lord God are upon the sinful kingdom. The sinful kingdom is talking about the Israelite kingdom, the only people that was given the law in the first place, therefore the only people that can break it. It says, and I will destroy it from off the face of the earth, saving that I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob, said the Lord God. And so he said the Lord. Verse 9, for lo, I will command, and will sift the house of Israel from all nations. Come on, man. <laughs> Where was Israel scattered at amongst all nations? But the Most High said, verse nine. Let me read it again. For lo, I will command, and I will sift the house of Israel among all nations, like as corn is shipped in a sheaf. Yet shall not the least grain fall upon the earth. All the sinners of my people shall die by the sword, which say the evil shall not overtake nor prevent us. See, a lot of Israelites, like you do now, they say, may nothing not happen to me. And God ain't going to do nothing to me. Verse 11. Now, this is what uh, was quoted in Acts. In that day, will I raise up the tabernacle of David that is falling and close up the breaches thereof, and I will raise up his ruins, and I will build it. As in the days of old, the tabernacle of David, y'all, it's talking about the kingdom, the kingdom of Israel. That's what it's talking about. This is what's being, what being quoted in Acts chapter 15, verse 17. Let's go back there now. Let's read it again. Verse uh, seven, uh, 16 again. After this, I will return and will build again the tabernacle of David, which is falling down, and I will build again the ruins, and I will set it up. That the residue of men might seek after the Lord and all the Gentiles, I'm talking about Israelites, who grew up in other nations, upon whom my name is called, said the Lord. Who doeth all these things? Verse 18. No one to one known unto God for all his works from the beginning of the world. Wherefore my sentence is so this is the solution they came up with. This is what the, the solution James came up with as far as these Israelites, these Gentile Israelites, though uncircumcised. He said what? Verse 19, wherefore, my sentence is, is that we trouble not them, which from among the Gentiles are turned to God. Y'all see this, man? He says, from among, I'm going to read this again. But that we write unto them, I'm sorry, verse 19. Wherefore, my sentence is, that we trouble not them, which from among the Gentiles are turned to God. But that we write unto them that they abstain from pollution and idols. He said, write unto them, look, man, we ain't going to make this too hard for them. We ain't going to make it too deep. Just tell them to abstain from pollution and idols. Look, man, tell them stop eating polluted food. Stop eating pork. That's what he talks about, pollutions. Just give them the dietary law, and he says, and from idols. And give them the law and the commandment, Exodus chapter 20, verse uh one, I believe it is. One and two. That's how the other for me. So tell them to to stop eating abominable food, and tell them to stop being idolatrous. And he says, and from fornication, and tell them to quit committing adultery. Tell them to quit being dice, quit being fags. This is what he's telling them. We gonna keep make this extra deep. He says, and from things strangled, and from blood, and tell them to stop eating food. They have been strangled or died of itself and stop eating food. With, tell them to stop eating bloody steaks. <laughs> tell them to stop eating steak tartare. Tell them to stop doing that. Tell them to stop eating seared meat. You know, you, you put it on the grill. You let one side turn uh, dark. Then you turn on the other side of the other side, turn dark. And you know good and well the inside of that meat is not cooked. It's still got blood in it. So this is what James is telling them. Tell them to stop, stop serving other gods, stop eating uh, abominable food, tell them stop sleeping with each other's wives, stop being punks and faggots and dykes, and tell them to cook their food all the way through. That's about as deep as we want to get with them. Now, listen to what he says, verse 21. He says, for Moses of old time hath in every city them that preach him being read In the synagogue, every Sabbath (laughs) What is this brother saying? He said, for right now, y'all Just give them these laws right here And they'll get the rest of them When they go to the synagogue on Saturday To hear the Torah being read The Torah readings Like we do every Saturday now Still this day and age (laughs) We go and hear the Torah Which contains the laws So this is what James came up with James was right on point, man He's like, man, this circumcision stuff y'all talking about, y'all trying to stretch these brothers out, man, who just came in, who just came into the knowledge. Keep it simple and basic for them. They'll get the rest of the law when they start coming to the Sabbath reading every Sabbath. This is what he's telling them, y'all. Verse 22. It says, this, please. This then pleased it, the apostles and elders, with the whole church, to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, surnamed Barnabas, and Silas, chief men among the brethren. Verse 23, and they wrote letters by them after this manner to Paul Paul is not the only one writing letters, man. This is what we did. This is part of our culture. This, we communicated. It says they, and they wrote letters by them after this manner. The elders, I'm sorry, the apostles and the elders and brethren send greetings unto the brethren which are of the Gentiles. Come on, man. Which are of the Gentiles In Antioch and Syria And Sicilia I hope y'all are seeing this Like I said y'all We wrote letters We spoke like the terminology being used Brethren Which shows you We were kin to each other I I need to take a quick break y'all We gonna come right back And I'm gonna show you how This is nothing new We always been writing letters Back and forth to each other Hold on y'all I am back. We are back. Take a quick break, nature was calling. Anyway, y'all, so I told y'all that we always talk like this. this is how we communicate. We always wrote letters. So let's go to first Maccabees chapter twelve, man. First Maccabees chapter twelve and we're gonna start at verse one, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're we'll gonna read verse one and two and then we'll jump. Okay. Read that.
0: Now when Jonathan saw that the time served him, he chose certain men and sent them to Rome.
1: Now, this is talking about Jonathan Maccabeus He was uh brother of Judas Maccabeus By this time Judas Judah Judah Maccabees is dead. So this is the brother uh Jonathan. Um Taking the helm and continuing the war against Antiochus Epiphanes and the Greeks and the Seleucid dynasty. Read on.
0: For to confirm and renew friendship that they had with them.
1: So once upon a time we have friendship with the Romans. The Romans are the ones that actually help us, um, later in later times, uh, beat and overthrow the uh the Greeks, the Greeks. Read it on verse two.
0: He sent letters also to the Lacedaemonians and to other places for the same purpose.
1: So Jonathan sent letters, it says you could tell you, to the Lacedaemonians and other places. Now, let's find out who these Lacedaemonians are. We're going to go to the New new Illustrated Columbia Encyclopedia, and I believe I got the page marked. Uh, read the highlight for us.
0: Laconia or Laceda, Lacedaemon.
1: It says Laconia or Lacedaemia.
0: Read on. Ancient region, Peloponnesus, Greece, bounded on the west by Messenia, and on the north by Arcadia and Argolis.
1: Now, this place Is where the the Lacedaemonians got their name from. They were from this region. Read on.
0: On the Erota, now Evrota, the principal river, stood Sparta, the capital. Stood where? Sparta.
1: And Sparta was the capital of what? Lyconia. This is where the last the the um, Lacedaemonians. This is where they got their name from. So we find out Sparta was the capital. So who are the Lacedaemonians? The Lacedaemonians are also known as the Spartans. I hope y'all are seeing this. Sorry, y'all. Now, what's so so important about these Lacedaemonians? All right, let's go back to 1 Maccabees, chapter 12. And I want you to read verse twenty. So remember, Jonathan wanted uh, was reaching out to to different nations to form leagues with. He reached out to the Romans, and you find out he reached out to the Lacedaemonians. The Lacedaemonians are also known as the Spartans. Now, watch this. Read verse twenty. Arrius, or Arius, king of the
0: Lacedaemonians. To Onias, the high priest, greeting.
1: So this was the letter. Like I told you, man, we always wrote letters. Paul was not unique. Read.
0: It is found in writing that the Lacedaemonians and Jews are brethren.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa. Can we read this again? It is found in writing that the Lacedaemonians and Jews are brethren.
1: The Lacedaemonians and the Jews are brethren, kinfolk. Remember also, y'all, the Lacedaemonians, also known as the Spartans. So the Spartans were Israelites. That movie 300, that was talking about who? Israelites. They stole our story. Read it. Again, I'm going to need you to calm down. you too loud. Way too damn loud. Read.
0: Verse 20.
1: Yeah.
0: Arius, king of the Lacedaemonians, to Onias the high priest, reading, found in writing that the Lacedaemonians and Jews are brethren and that they are of the stock of Abraham. <laughs>
1: The Spartans were Israelites, y'all. I hope y'all are seeing this. Now, let's go to this website. All right, tell them where you at. Read the heading.
0: UnitedKingdomOfIsrael.org. The Spartans were black. No, I
1: want you to, we're not going to read this play yet. We're going to read it under which column.
0: Yeah, read that. What we know Lacedaemonians, also called Laconia Was a group Famous in the ancient world Which acknowledged a tribal tie To the Israelites
1: To the who? The
0: Israelites
1: Now remember, we already got the definition Out of the encyclopedia of Laconia This is where the Lacedaemonians got their name from So this is another source And the exact same thing Read
0: that group was the Spartans of ancient Greece The Spartans were known to be descended from a people non-native to Greece
1: Non-native, meaning they weren't from there They weren't the original inhabitants And it would make sense because we found out in countless scriptures that the Israelites were scattered So you had Israelites that were scattered through Greece Calling themselves the Lacedaemonians, the Spartans
0: who arrived there in ancient times. The Spartans were famous as being the most martial of the Greek city-state.
1: They were fighters. Like what's being portrayed on the movie 300? That was real. That was us, y'all. Fighters. Read.
0: It was the Spartan king, Leonidas, with 300 elite bodyguards who held back the army of the Persian Empire at the battle of Thermopylae. They had a rigorous martial community which was very different from the rest of the Greek city states. All
1: right, now let's go to um let's go to first Maccabees chapter fourteen now. And we're we'll gonna start at verse four.
0: Maccabees fourteen four. As for the land of Judea, that was quiet all the days of Simon.
1: So this is during the reign of Simon Maccabees. Read.
0: For he sought the good of his nation in such wise as that evermore his authority and honor pleased them well. Mm -hmm. And as he was honorable in all his acts, so in this, that he took Joppa
1: for a haven. He took what? Joppa. So he took Joppa. Now Joppa is current day Tel Aviv, y'all, which is in Israel. But remember that the Israelites, us Israelites, ain't the ancient Israelites. We lost a lot of land that was conquered by the Greeks during the Greek, uh, the Greeks rise to power under Alexander, and when Alexander split. Um, his land and his territory are between his four generals. Um, I believe the Sir Lucius dynasty had occupied um, Joppa. And you read about Paul in the New Testament traveling to Joppa. So read on.
0: Joppa, for foreign an haven, and made an entrance to the Isles of the Sea, and enlarged the bounds of his nation and recovered the country.
1: He recovered it, see, read.
0: And gathered together a great number of captives and had the dominion of Gazara and Bethsura and the tower out of which he took all uncleanness. Neither was there any that resisted him.
1: When it says uncleanness, he cleaned up the tower because the nations had defiled it. Read.
0: Then did they till their ground in peace and the earth gave her increase and the trees of the field their fruit. Mm-hmm. The ancient men sat all in the streets, communing together of good things, and the young men put on glorious and warlike apparel.
1: So during the time of Simon, Maccabees it there was a lot of peace, man. It was a lot of peace. And even during his son, uh, John Hycranus who uh, actually uh, forced converted the Edomites into to what, what the world calls Judaism. It was a lot of peace under his time also. Read.
0: He provided victuals for the cities and set in them all manner of munitions so that his honorable name was renowned unto the end of the world. Mm -hmm. He made peace in the land, and Israel rejoiced with great joy. For every man sat under his vine and his fig tree, and there was none to fray them. Neither was there any left in the land to fight against them. Yea, the kings themselves were overthrown in those days. Moreover, he strengthened all those of his people that were brought low. The law he searched out, and every contemner of the law and wicked person he took away.
1: So th- this was Simon reestablishing our culture, Read.
0: He beautified the sanctuary and multiplied the vessels of the temple. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, when it was heard at Rome, and as far as Sparta.
1: As far as where? Sparta. Sparta, which is the capital of uh, uh, Lassus. Was it? Laconia. Read.
0: That Jonathan was dead, they were very sorry.
1: So they heard. So the Spartans, or the Lacedaemonians, heard Jonathan was dead. Because remember, we read about him in chapter 12. So by this time he's dead, and Simon takes the helm. Read.
0: But as soon as they heard that his brother Simon was made high priest in his stead and ruled the country and the cities therein, they wrote unto him in tables of brass, to renew the friendship and leave which they had made with Judas and Jonathan his brethren.
1: So the Spartans wrote to renew the friendship that that uh, the, uh, the these Israelites had with the other Israelites, the Spartans or the Lacedaemonians, same people. Read.
0: Which writings were read before the congregation at Jerusalem?
1: <laughs> See. Just like in Acts, when they read that letter in front of the congregation. This is nothing new, man. We wrote letters, and we would read them openly to everybody. Read.
0: And this is the copy of the letters that the Lacedaemonians sent. The rulers of the Lacedaemonians with the city unto Simon, the high priest, and the elders and priests and residue of the people of the Jews, our brethren, sent greetings. <laughs>
1: Y'all see this? I hope everybody's seeing this. All right, from there, let's get, uh, let's go to Josephus now. We're going to go to uh, Book 13, Chapter 5, Paragraph 8, which is page pages 345 and 346, if you got the blue Josephus. So the Josephus, let me get a book again. Book 13. Chapter 5, paragraph 8. You got it? Yes. Read.
0: Jonathan, having thus gotten a glorious victory and slain 2,000 of the enemy, returned to Jerusalem.
1: Now, this is another source talking about Jonathan. Read.
0: So when he saw that all his affairs prospered according to his mind by the providence of God, he sent ambassadors. To the Romans, being desirous of renewing that friendship,
1: we just read that out of the
0: Apocrypha. Read, which their nation had with them formerly. He enjoyed the same ambassadors that, as they came back, they should go to the Spartans and put them in mind of their friendship and kindred. So when the ambassadors came to Rome, and once they,
1: again, talking about him making uh, reminding the Spartans about our kinship. We were kin to the Spartans, kin to the Lacedaemonians. I hope y'all are seeing this. Israel was spread all over the world. It's no different than in Paul's time, but in Paul's time, we was calling those brothers and sisters Gentiles.
0: <laughs> so when the ambassadors came to Rome, they went in to their Senate and said what they were commanded by Jonathan, their high priest, to say, how he had sent them to confirm their friendship. The Senate then confirmed what had been formally decreed concerning their friendship with the Jews and gave them letters to carry to all the kings of Asia and Europe and to the governors of the cities that they might safely conduct them to their own country. According, and accordingly, as they returned, they came to Sparta and delivered the epistle, which they had received of Jonathan to them. A copy of which here follows. Jonathan, the high priest of the Jewish nation, and the senate, and the body of the people to the Jews of the Jews, to the Ephori and senate and body of the people of the Lacedaemonians, send greetings.
1: Lacedaemonians, the Spartans, who were Israelites. You know.
0: Send greetings. If you be well and both your public and private affairs be agreeable to your mind, it is according to our wishes. It is according to our wishes. We are well also. When in former times an epistle was brought to Onias who was then our high priest from Arius who at that time was your king by Demogily concerning the kindred that was between us and you
1: concerning the what kindred they were not just friends they were kin folks i hope y'all are seeing this read on
0: that was between us and you a copy of which is here subjoined We both joyfully received the epistle and were well pleased with Demoteles and Arius, although we did not need such a demonstration because we were well satisfied about it from the sacred writings. Yet did not we think fit first to begin the claim of this relation to you, lest we should seem too early in taking to ourselves the glory which is now given us by you. It is a long time since this relation of ours to you has been renewed, and when we upon holy He's
1: and it's been a long time since we've been corresponding we
0: and when we upon holy and festival days offer sacrifices to God, we pray to him for your preservation and victory He's
1: saying when we have our high holy days, we praying for y'all. <laughs> Because guess what they was having on the other side? They, the same high holy day, we the same people. Read.
0: As to ourselves, although we have had many wars that have compassed us around by reason of the covetousness of our neighbors, yet did not we determine to be troublesome either to you or to others that were related to us. But since we have now overcome our enemies and have occasion to send Numenius, the son of Antiochus, and Antipater, the son of Jason, who are both honorable men belonging to our Senate, to the Romans, we gave them this epistle to you also, that they might renew that friendship which is between us. You will therefore do well yourselves to write to us and send us an account of what you stand in need of from us, since we are in all things disposed to act according to your desires. So the Lacedaemonians received the ambassadors kindly and made a decree for friendship and mutual assistance and sent it to them.
1: So this is us formally the league with our estranged brothers, the Lacedaemonians, also known, as the Spartans, but y'all see how Paul was doing writing his letters is not unique. We always have done this. Now let's go. Uh, let's go back to Acts chapter 15 and verse uh, 23 again.
0: And they wrote letters by them after this manner: the apostles and elders and brethren, send greeting unto the brethren which are of the Gentiles in Antioch.
1: These brothers that are of the Gentiles, Israelites that grew up in Gentile nations. Read.
0: Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia.
1: And name three places where you have Israelites that grew up like Gentiles. Now, let's get Romans chapter 11, verse three, or 13, because it says that these brothers were of the Gentiles. Let's see who else was of uh, the Gentiles. 11 and 13?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Just in yourselves, is it comely that a woman pray unto uh-uh.
1: Romans chapter 11 and verse 13. I'm
0: sorry. Romans eleven thirteen. For I speak to you, Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify mine office.
1: This is Paul speaking. So I speak to you, Gentiles, in as I am the apostle
0: of the
1: Gentiles. Paul's letting you know what? <laughs> that he was of the Gentiles also. That he could be viewed as a Gentile also. If you don't believe me, I'll tell you why. You're twisting it. Let's see. Let's go to Acts chapter 22. Let's see if I'm just making stuff up. Let's go to Acts chapter 22. We're going to start at verse 25.
0: And as they bound him with thongs, said unto the centurion that stood by, is it lawful for you to, scour- to scourge a man that is a Roman? That is a what? A Roman.
1: Who is this speaking? Huh? This is Paul.
0: He said, man, is it lawful for you
1: to beat a Roman? Paul's calling himself a what? A Roman. A Gentile. Read.
0: And uncondemned. Read on. When the centurion heard that, he went and told the chief captain, saying, take heed what thou doest, for this man is a Roman. He said, what? Take heed what thou doest, for this man is a Roman. Paul's a Roman. He just said he was a Roman. Read on. Then the chief captain came and said unto him, Tell me, art thou a Roman? He said, Yea.
1: So he asked Paul, you a Roman? Paul said, What? Yea. He said, Yeah. <laughs> Read on.
0: And the chief captain answered with a great sum obtained. I, this freedom.
1: So the chief captain said, Man, it took a lot of money for me to purchase my Roman citizenship. Read.
0: And Paul said, But I was free born.
1: Paul said, man, you know what? I ain't have to pay for citizenship. I was born (laughs) as a Roman in a Roman province. That's what he's saying. It's just it's no different than now Some of us was born here in the States, right? But some of us that wasn't born in the States, such as my late brother, Ashar, he was born in Trinidad, Tobago. He grew up over here. He had to go through the the citizenship process. As many other brothers and sisters had to go through that process that weren't born here. This is what this centurion is talking about. I had to pay for my I had to pay for my Roman citizenship. Paul said, no, nah, I was born free. And I was born born a Roman citizen. Like some of us were born American citizens, and we didn't have to go through the uh, naturalization process that they have. That costs money. <laughs> this is what Paul is talking about. But we just we we take all." basic understanding of things out of our mind when we read the Bible, like we read the fairy tale book. Read on.
0: Then straightway they departed from him, which should have examined him, and the chief captain also was afraid, after he knew that he was a Roman, and because he had bound him.
1: He knew Paul was a Roman. Now, let's go to Acts, the 23rd chapter. And let's go to verse 23. Acts 23,
0: 23. Mm-hmm. And he called unto him two centurions, saying, Make ready 200 soldiers to go to Caesarea, and horsemen three score and ten, and spearmen two hundred at the third hour of the night.
1: So what ends up happening is Paul... The centurion took it up He ran up the chain of command And the dude over him Ended up giving Paul a small army To escort him to Felix (laughs) Because Paul said he was a Roman citizen Read on
0: And provide them beasts That they may set Paul on And bring him safe unto Felix the governor (laughs) Read And he wrote a letter After this manner, Claudius Lysias, unto the most excellent governor, Felix sendeth greeting. This man was taken of the Jews. Of the who? Of the Jews.
1: So this man was a Jew. He was taken of the Jews, read.
0: And should have been killed of them. And they wanted to kill him. They wanted to kill Paul, read. Then came I with an army and rescued him having understood
1: that he was a Roman. Under, understanding that understanding Paul was a Roman. So Paul, being the clever brother that he was, he pulled a Roman card.
0: <laughs>
1: it kept him from being murked by his own people. I hope y'all see this. So when Paul said he's of the Gentiles, yeah, he grew up as a Gentile, in a Gentile nation, Gentile in name only. Hope y'all seeing this. Let's get Acts chapter 21. And we're going to start at verse
0: 37. And as Paul was to be led into the castle, he said unto the chief captain, may I speak unto thee?
1: So this Paul, another uh, incident. He said, can I speak unto you, Reed?
0: Who said, canst thou speak Greek? He turned around looked at Paul like, man, you can speak Greek, read. Art not thou that Egyptian?
1: He called Paul an Egyptian. Egypt is in Africa. African people are dark-skinned people. So Paul was a man of color. This proves this. And it also proves that Paul was not, in fact, a Greek or a Roman. We going not find out his nationality, read. Which
0: before these days made it an uproar and led us out into the wilderness 4,000 men that were murderers. Read. But Paul said, I am a man which am a Jew of Tarsus. Of where? Tarsus.
1: Tarsus is Turkey, y'all, modern-day Turkey, which was a Roman province. This is what Paul said he grew up at. He was born in,
0: read. A city in Cilicia a citizen of no mean city. Greek. And I beseech thee, suffer me to speak unto the people.
1: So Paul made it clear he, he was not an African. He could speak Greek, but he was not a Greek island. He, he wasn't a Roman. He said he was a Jew. You see how the Israelites have been scattered throughout all nations and Paul, the, the, the apostle of the Gentiles, <laughs> was Labeled a Gentile also But watch this read
0: And when he had given him license Paul stood on the stairs And beckoned with the hand Unto the people And when there was made a great silence He spake unto them In the Hebrew tongue
1: He spoke to them how?
0: Huh? In the Hebrew tongue
1: Paul was bilingual y'all hope y'all put this together by now He was a Hebrew-Israelite from the tribe of Benjamin that grew up in a Roman province, but he was a Hebrew. He could speak Greek, and he could speak Hebrew. I hope everybody's seeing this. Even though he said he was a Roman, meaning he was a Roman citizen, but that does not mean that that was his nationality. Now, let's go to Romans. Chapter 11, and we're going to read verse 1.
0: Romans eleven one. I say then, hath God cast away his people? Forbid. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin.
1: Paul tells you right here clearly. He's an Israelite from the tribe of Benjamin. Benjamin. From the seed of Abraham His lineage goes all the way back So was Paul circumcised? Yes he was And we know Paul grew up as a Pharisee They were sticklers on the law So Paul was keeping the law But he grew up as a Gentile In a Gentile nation But he was himself An Israelite y'all. I hope everybody's seeing this Let's get uh, Romans chapter 3 Now
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I ain't got much time, y'all, but I'll cover a little bit of this. Romans chapter 3, sort of 1.
0: What advantage then hath the Jew, or what profit is there of circumcision?
1: This is Paul, once again. He said, what advantage does Mm -hmm. the Jew or Israelite have? He says, or what profit is there of being circumcised? Now, watch this, read. Much, everyone. (laughs) It's beneficial in every way But why
0: Chiefly because that Unto them were committed The oracles of God
1: The oracles of God The know-how of the most High Was given to the Israelites Not the other nations So this is what benefits you to be an Israelite man Alright y'all This is a good stopping place We're going to stop right here And Lord willing Next Tuesday, we will pick up from this spot here. I hope everybody got some edification from the class. Um, If you got any questions, man, please hit me up, 314-482-9110. But I hope everybody got edified from the class for for hooking up the broadcast, brother, and all that you do. And if y'all got questions, man, either hit Mashaba or myself up, and we will definitely go over your questions. Make a whole class out of it. Uh, but I hope everybody got some edification out of this. And um, you got you anything you want to say about anything you want to add? No. Uh-uh. All right, y'all. So that does it for uh, FYI. And like I said, Lord willing, we'll see y'all next Thursday. So with that, we're going to say Shalom.
0: Shalom.